welcome to another Glastonbury Abbey Spirituality Podcast. Today we're going to talk about pilgrimage, specifically pilgrimage in the modern day. Glastonbury Abbey, at its height in the Middle Ages, was a powerhouse in terms of attracting pilgrims, ranging from the very poor, sick and needy, to the wealthy and even kings and queens. At this time, pilgrims would have come to see the relics of saints, wonder at the ornate decoration of the chapel dedicated to Our Lady of Glastonbury, and prayed for healing in the crypt of St. Joseph of Arimathea, which shows evidence of votive items being hung from the ceiling as an offering, or in gratitude for being cured. Whilst activities may differ today, the Abbey no longer contains the wrecks of saints, for example, an essence of the medieval spirit of pilgrimage remains. In recent years, there's been a revival in the popularity of pilgrimage, which can be for many reasons, whether as part of the Christian faith or something broader. I'm Nick Phillips, and today I'm joined by Kim Woolmer, Shrine Manager at at St Mary's, which is the Catholic Church in Glastonbury, situated opposite the Abbey. Welcome, Kim, and thank you for being here. Thank you. Now, I mentioned the recent popularity of pilgrimage, but the return of pilgrimages to the Abbey has been happening for nearly 100 years, including both Anglican and Catholic gatherings. The Catholic pilgrimage has been happening here since the 1960s. Kim, could I ask you how the pilgrimage came about and how it's developed over the years? Well, yes, and to answer that question, I do just need to give you a bit of the history of the restoration of the shrine. For Catholics, uh, the annual diocesan pilgrimage takes place at both the Abbey and at the restored shrine of Our Lady of Glastonbury, colloquially known as St Mary's Church, just across the road on what once was Abbey ground. Here, the pilgrimage hasn't just come about, but is a continuation of an ancient tradition of pilgrimage to Glastonbury for veneration of Mary, the mother of Jesus since the earliest days of Christianity in the UK. The ancient chapel, the shrine of Our Lady at the Abbey, was of course lost at the dissolution of the monastery in 1539. But in 1955, the shrine was canonically restored by the Holy See in the 80-year-old church by the papal nuncio, the Pope's ambassador to the UK. We believe that at St Mary's, that presence which was lost with the dissolution in 1539 is now continued. In 1965, the new statue of Our Lady was again, by authority of the Holy See in Rome, crowned with gold, reaffirming and completing the restoration of the shrine. Pilgrimage is an ancient, I hesitate to call it a tradition, It is an expression or a journey of faith, and pilgrims have been journeying to Glastonbury since the earliest days of Christianity in this country, certainly more than 1600 years. It was lost here for Catholics when the Abbey was dissolved, and for a very long time, it became illegal to be Catholic in this country. But Glastonbury has never ceased to be a center of ancient pilgrimage. So I would say the modern pilgrimage pilgrimage hasn't come about, but for Catholics, has spontaneously restored itself 
with the restoration of the shrine at St Mary's Church. Uh, newspaper articles tell us that in 1965, for the crowning of the new statue in the Abbey grounds, 18,000 to 20,000 pilgrims came wow. to Glastonbury. We have photographs of them absolutely crowding Magdalene streets and, yeah. and the Abbey grounds, um, which I can let you see, I can <laughs> let you have that. Um, the Papal Nuncio himself said it is the greatest religious event since the Reformation. It is the first time that a pontifical mass of Our Lady has been celebrated on this holy site. It is the first time that Catholics and Anglicans join as brothers in a solemn act of filial devotion to the Mother of Christ on the spot where she was first invoked as Our Lady St. Mary of Glastonbury, the Abbey. Glastonbury, the Abbey and the Church, has been a place of annual pilgrimage for many, for many since that time. Indeed, in 1979, the Catholic annual pilgrimage was attended by Cardinal Hume, who is, of course, the Catholic equivalent of the Archbishop of Canterbury in this country. These days, with the advent of widespread media and immediate access of information, and virtual visits, not to mention an increasingly secular mindset, there has been a decline in numbers. But for many, it is still an important journey of faith. Um, now, you mentioned the, um, the pilgrimage shares the weekend with uh, an Anglican pilgrimage, and you share resources on that um, the day that usually takes place the day before. Um, something that both pilgrimages hold in common is procession. Uh, those attending will walk up through the ruins, through the gardens of Abbey House, around to the High Street and back eventually to the Abbey grounds. It's not only Christian pilgrimages here in Glastonbury that hold processions. The annual Goddess Conference walks from the Town Hall up to Glastonbury Tor, as do the community celebrations for Beltane on May Day and Sowing, otherwise known as Halloween. Scholars of pilgrimage liken this activity to beating the bounds, essentially the marking out of sacred space. But it also provides an opportunity to be visible, to display one's faith in much the same way as processions for gay pride or other causes, or about being seen and being proud. Kim, do you think procession or display is an essential part of the pilgrimage experience? at least the larger group ones of today? Um, well, I wouldn't agree that procession is a case of, be of beating the bounds. Um, pilgrimage is common among many or most of the established faiths in this world, including Islam, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism. Mm -hmm. For them, and for us, it is a journey of faith usually to a place of significant spiritual importance. Indeed, these days, we frequently see programmes on the TV and such like, where people of any faith or no faith at all will journey together, walk the Camino perhaps, the way of St. James in Spain, as a form of spiritual path or retreat, a retreat for spiritual growth and understanding although it is an ancient pilgrimage route of medieval Christianity. The procession is a, vi is a visual culmination of that journey. Mm -hmm. 
It is a part of the journey, albeit a public witness of faith. Um, the Catholic annual procession in Glastonbury used to start in Tor Fields, just below the Tor. Okay. The statue of Our Lady was transported there from the church for a service of prayer, veneration, and remembrance of Abbot Richard Whiting with his fellow monks, Blessed Roger James and Blessed John Thorne, who were martyred at the Tor. Mm. The statue was then carried in procession from Torfield all the way to the Abbey, followed by hundreds of pilgrims praying, singing hymns, and no doubt contemplating the life and death of the martyrs. In, I think, around 2008 or 2009, I can't remember which, the tour field became out of bounds due to the foot and mouth epidemic, ah. which is when the procession route was changed to both start and finish in the Abbey grounds. We found that many more people, less able-bodied, some in wheelchairs, were able to take part in the procession where they hadn't been able mm. to before and so have maintained that route, albeit it starts with the memorial prayers to the martyrs in the Abbey grounds. So yes, I'd say the procession, albeit is a public witness of faith rather than a display, mm. is undoubtedly an essential part of the pilgrimage. Yeah. And of course a big part of the pilgrimage is the, the journey itself. Um, a lot of people make pilgrimage nowadays, um, travelling by car, public transport or on a bike, but originally people would have walked for miles across the country to make the journey to a sacred destination. Although this was seen as a sign of religious dedication, it's also thought that there was an element of taking the opportunity to see more of the world and enjoying the camaraderie of their companions. We still see this communitas, as it's called, uh, when tour groups come to explore and experience the sacredness of Glastonbury Abbey from all over the world in the company of others. Other people prefer to travel solo. Some believe that the journey itself is more important than the destination, however sacred that may be, and that much of what the pilgrim seeks can be found in that purposeful meditative amble towards the sacred centre. Kim, would you agree with that? Um, well, yes, I, I certainly agree that pilgrimage should be both joyful, a joyful as well as a spiritual experience. Um, camaraderie, sharing the experience, talking and praying together, learning and understanding from each other. Yes, they're all very important features, as are also periods of quiet reflection and solitude. Time alone is important, but time with others is also to be valued. Pilgrimage is a time for prayer, for meditation, for soul-searching, and also for joy and for appreciation of fellow pilgrims. I believe that they are all contributory factors. Yeah, we spoke a little bit about accessibility for people. Um, for those that can't spend a long time travelling, sacred sites often offer mini pilgrimages within their landscape to synthesise that journey to the centre. Uh, many churches that are sites of pilgrimage have labyrinth designs on the floor for such a purpose. There's one in Glastonbury, in fact, um, outside St John's Church. Others use Stations of the Cross and the Abbey itself has a meditation trail 
Glastonbury also has a walking route around the sacred landscape called the Glastonbury Way, taking in other sites of significance. For those that can and do want to walk a significant way, there are pilgrimage trails that have been rediscovered and plotted by organisations such as the British Pilgrimage Trust and local groups who've used historic routes to reach Glastonbury Abbey. Expert in pilgrimage, Marion Bowman, has spoken about the Caminoization of modern pilgrimage, a phenomenon based on the famous Camino de Santiago de Compostela. This includes the interest in following in the footsteps of medieval pilgrims, even when the original shrine is no longer present, and partaking in the culture of collecting pilgrim badges, certificates and receiving blessings on arrival. And it's not just Catholics drawn to this activity, but Protestants, pagans, secular walkers, and those seeking time in nature. Kim, what do you think about the surge in popularity of pilgrimage now and why it's happening? Well, I think in, in some ways, um, we've referred to the people on the Camino before yeah. already, but I've, I've, so I've already preempted this question to a certain extent. Um, I think many people these days are increasingly questioning the purpose of life. Mm -hmm. Many who have no history or tradition, awareness or education of faith at all in their lives, in their families or in their upbringings, seem to be realising that there is more to their lives than skin and bone, <laughs> mm -hmm. body and brain, but that there has to be more to their lives than their physical selves. They seem to be searching for what I would describe as their souls, a more spiritual existence and purpose to their lives. And uh, many of the phenomena in Glastonbury that, that you referred to in your question, I think, are subjects of those searches, mm -hmm. they're objects of those searches. We are a largely secular society these days, surrounded by very clever scientists who, the more they learn and discover about us and life, existence, the universe and so on, the more they realise they are merely scratching the surface. And people are beginning to realise this. They're not taking science for granted anymore. They're beginning to question the science and some lack or doubt in their answers. What are the ultimate foundations of life as we know it? I think many people are looking more and more within themselves for the answers. Pilgrimage, perhaps, provides that ideal opportunity for retreat from the day-to-day -day pressures and influences of life and an ability to search undisturbed within oneself. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think we find as well that nowadays people are increasingly taking part in a kind of spiritual tourism, mixing their holidays with taking in sacred destinations. I think we can agree that in a changing world where international travel is now becoming less easy, finding places of interest close to home is becoming more attractive and that people are increasingly looking for more, more meaningful experiences with their free time. Uh, whatever the case, Glastonbury Abbey still welcomes pilgrims from near and far, and we hope to continue to do so for many years to come. 
Um, that's all we've got time for today. Uh, so I'd just like to say thanks, Kim, for being here and thank you for listening. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. This has been a Glastonbury Abbey podcast. Glastonbury Abbey is an independent charity. You can support us by visiting, becoming a member or donating via our website, glastonburyabbey.com. Thank you.